Hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm doing pretty fine. You know what today is, Sinead? Today's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's Special Guest Tuesday. Who do we have this week, Sinead? This week, for the second week in a row, we have Sandy. Hey! (laughs) How are you, Sandy? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Second week of isolation, and I'm loving it. It's great. Excellent. Are you excited to get out into the big bad world again? Do you know what? <laughs> like Sunday after Sunday, I can leave the house and I probably won't leave unless I really want a Starbucks. But no, <laughs> there's nothing to be honest. That is probably one of the only reasons I might leave my house if I didn't have to go to work. Also, on the note of Starbucks, the Starbucks in Dundrum no longer writes on the cups. They have the little machine that prints out the sticker and you stick oh. it on the cup like they have in America. Mm. Oh, no way. They got whole new till systems and a new POS system. And I was almost like, oh my God, you guys got new PED machines. Wow, that's so, I was like, whoa, reel it back. No one gives a shit. (laughs) But it's just like, so they went from using one pen and and not using extra plastic to now printing out plastic stickers to stick on every single cup. Yeah, it's, it's the same system they use in America though. I think it's to like stop confusion because you can read much clearer on the sticker what people have asked for. In saying that though, I asked for an iced pumpkin spice latte with cream and I got I got a pumpkin spice latte, but it was very heavy on the pumpkin and there was no cream. Oh. But to be honest, I'd forgotten that I asked for cream. So by the time I'd left the shop, I was like, oh, I asked for cream on this stuff. But also they, uh, a girl I work with, her friend used to work in Starbucks and they said that they stopped sending them the flat lids and they just have to use like the dome lids now for the cold cups. So I, I think they're good. So I think they're looking to phase them out to introduce the little sippy cups like they have for the hot drinks, but for the cold drinks, which I would That's be fine. all for. That's fine. I hate getting it. Like if I just get like a cold brew, I mm. hate when they give me a dome lid. Like it irrationally irritates me. I think most <laughs> places are doing it now. I don't think they, I don't think a lot of places have the flat lids anymore because they're trying to get rid of them. They're not, they're, I don't think they make them anymore. They're only, like I've I've only had the dome lids now for ages. Weird. Although in fairness, I, like I never go to Starbucks. If I'm gonna get a coffee out of out, I'm gonna go to Butler's purely because I want yeah. a chocolate. That's fair. See, this time of year, I have to go easier to for me. Yeah. Uh, for pumpkin spice latte, or just because you're legally obliged to only shop in Starbucks for October to December. (laughs) (laughs) It's purely just for their pumpkin spice. And then the rest of the year, I actually go and get good coffee. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, like to, yeah, to be fair, like I do try and get butlers when I go to work rather than, the thing is as well, like, so where I come in from Dundrum, Starbucks is like right there, the door. And if I want a butlers, I have to go down and then walk a bit. And then yeah, so if I don't have time, if I only have like five minutes, that's all I can, that's all I can muster. That's but yeah, I am enjoying the pumpkin spice season, but only if iced and only if light on the pumpkin. If it gets neon orange, we're, we, we've gone too far. I still haven't got an iced one like from Starbucks. So maybe that's they're, what I need to do before the season comes out. They're also really sweet. I don't know if you'd like it. Oh, maybe not then. Because I like my coffee very coffee. 
no see it's very just sweet like it's very I know that um Ryan was saying that he saw I heard him one of his many podcasts was talking about seeing someone who got one that didn't have coffee in it and like a frappuccino based one and it was just okay the coloring and he was like it was like neon orange it's so artificial like it is like it is a really artificial flavoring yeah yeah so yeah I don't know but like I mean if we want to get one while we socially distance on a trip someday and you don't like it I'll take it that's what we'll do we'll go for a socially distanced walk in town and if I don't like it I'll pass it on to you there's an excellent choice um, I do have a question to ask the two of you and I feel like we need to update the people because it's it's been a thing. Um, so the two of you have got banshee bones this week. What did you think? Give us a review. Oh yeah. Uh, go on, Sandy, you go first. You know what? They taste the same. I feel like they don't taste any different and I'm so here for it. I'm so happy. I've had three packets today now, not going to lie. Oh yeah. I would love just like to wolf them in to be honest. Yeah, and I'm not guilty at all. It was bloody fabulous. They're so good. They're so They're good. Oh, amazing. KP, because you hadn't had them before. And obviously no, I, I have hyped them up a lot for a long time. Yeah, I don't think, like, I might have when I was younger just not remembered. Like, I yeah. don't remember every crisp I ever ate. But um, yeah, I did really like them. Uh, you brought them to me while I was in work. So I did have some at my lunch. And my initial thought was they looked like little telephones. <laughs> that you was did, the first thing that came to mind. Like the really old type of telephones that have the, re- not, not the really old type, but the receiver. Like the ring ring ones, those ones. The ones like, hello? A, cord- those ones. a corded phone. Yeah, that's the one. Um, they, gave me, they gave me those vibes. But I did really like them. They had a really good texture to them. They weren't like too, like, you know, like Monster Munch or sometimes just a bit too much on like the texture scale. Yeah. They weren't like that. They were good. I do have to say my tongue was a bit rough afterwards. It definitely did leave that sort of stingy effect that you mentioned. But yeah, I really like them. I have one packet left and I guess I'll eat it with my lunch tomorrow. But I would like another like an, like another multi-pack. I think I would enjoy eating them on the regular, to be honest. See, we just really have to hope that Tato just keep them. Yeah, like, I mean, there's been such hype and they're so difficult to find. Like, I feel like they should just, if they kept them in regular circulation, they'd still sell really well. For like, fuck's sake, they still like burger bites. Burger bites have turned shit and skips. Skips are crap now too. Like, just keep banshee bones. I feel like you have to draft a letter to Tato. I feel like you'd be the right person to draft a letter. Would I be good at that? (laughs) I think you would. (laughs) And, you know, just tell Tato. (laughs) Tell Tato, they need to keep it up. Yeah. I'll draw them a graph. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your expected uh, expected uh, profit from Banshee Bones compared to Burger Bites. There you go. <laughs> now, which one should yeah. you keep on the market? You can do a, a cost analysis. It'll be a good time. There you go. So how's your week I did not go to college for. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fine. Again, not much to say. <laughs> It's, these weeks have been a lot of the same I get up, I go to work, I come home we watch either Angel or Buffy, we've nearly finished AP Bio, oh have either of you ever watched AP Bio? no, it's so funny <laughs> like it's stupid but it's funny and the episodes are like 20 minutes long, it's a nice little like 
injection of funny in your life. Um, but I think okay. there's only two seasons and we're nearly finished the second season, so that's sad. Um, but yeah, I worked all last weekend. Gonna make cupcakes this weekend because it's Ellen's birthday on Monday. She's gonna be 18. And because I can't go see her because she lives in a different county, we're going to Zoom as a fam on Monday. And I'm going to make cupcakes for me and Ed so that we can feel like we're in the party spirit. And tease her with your cupcakes that you met you made That's that so she cute. can't have. Oh God, I, can't. I offered to make a cake if someone would come get it, but no one can come get it. And then Ellen was like, I had the same idea. I was going to make a cake for each like family household. So like us, them, my granny and granddad, my auntie, my uncle. But she was like, I have no way to get them to everyone. And we were like, oh, oh, well. So I think this year uh, they're settling for a store, store-bought cake. But That's I mean, great. me and Ellen will have cupcakes. That's cute though. What kind of cupcakes are you going to make? Do you know what? I was talking about this yesterday. I'm thinking I might try and find some form of peanut butter cupcake recipe, which will probably also have chocolate in it. Because I was thinking, I was like, oh, like vanilla cupcakes are like, they're grand and I can make them look pretty, but like, it's a bit boring. Like I have all of Sunday off. I might as well like do a bake that's going to take a little bit longer. And I was like, like, what should I do? And I was like, oh, something I've always wanted to do is peanut butter cupcakes. Because we, Ed has a great peanut butter cookie recipe and they're great. And I'm like, okay, peanut butter cookies we have down. We don't have to worry about those. But peanut butter cupcakes, that's a whole different story. And then you should go to Little and you should get the little peanut butter, the little Reese's cup pumpkins and you should put those on top. Yeah. Ed, show me those. And he was like, have you seen these? And I was like, yes, someone showed me them. Can't remember where they're from. So I think we might also have to go and hunt for those because we've two Littles not that far away from us. It was when I went on the hunt for banshee bones and walked down to my local little, which is probably like a 15, in 20 minute walk. Bray? No, in Shankill. The little in Shankill. Ah, I forgot. Beside the church. Yes. Um, Because everything in Ireland is beside a church. <laughs> and um, I love peanut butter. It cannot be in the house. I love peanut butter. It's dangerous it's around me. Beautiful. And I picked them up and like, I love nothing more than Reese's peanut butter cups. And I was like, and they're in the shape of pumpkins. And I was like, <laughs> I need to leave these here because I will eat them on the way home. So, yeah. But no, I'm excited to see your baking escapades. Me too. I think we might end up making, I think what might happen is it might be some sort of like very light accented peanut butter chocolate like cupcake batter. And then it'll probably be like some form of peanut butter like frosting on the top. I think that's what the aim might be. But, you know, Sounds we'll good. see how we go. Yeah, nice. And then the only thing, other thing that happened was that you visited me in work. You brought me the pop filter, banshee bones, and then also these really sour Halloween gummies that are fantastic. I'm like the spooky <laughs> tooth fairy. Also, I was just like, here's all my, of your spooky treats. <laughs> my favorite thing is that the packet says like spooky ghosts. There's not a single ghost in there. It's all bats <laughs> and pumpkins. <laughs> They're like these massive, there's like these massive bats. They're literally like this. I don't, I, and I didn't eat them all. I ate the ones that were beside me. These massive bats, they're like this big, like a good three centimeters. And there's tiny bats. And then there's pumpkins. There's not a single ghost in the packet. Ghosts are clearly invisible. Oh, do you know what, Sandy? You're right. Clearly invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about you? Anything exciting? 
Um, well, I have decided that this is the year that I'm going to make myself like horror movies. So basically, that's all I've been oh, doing yes. recently is watching horror movies. Oh, shit. Are you okay? Sorry. Yeah. I was messing and took it too far. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm periodically <sighs> making my way through a very long list of horror movies that people keep sending to me. And if you have making any horror recommendations... Downtown. Please send them to me. Um, no, don't. Decided... Your list is long enough as it is. I don't think you need more recommendations. Kate, I have nothing but spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing but spare time. Okay, fair. So <laughs> I literally spent my entire weekend on Friday. I watched Halloween 2 and Halloween 3. I bloody loved Halloween 3. It was great. Did you like them? Because Ed suggested to me to tell you to not to watch 2 and 3 because they're shit. And to go straight to, like, the new one. Okay. So Halloween 3 is nothing to do with Michael Myers. Halloween 3 is about this disgruntled Irish toy maker that hates that the Americans have bastardized Samhain. So he creates masks to kill all the American children as, like, revenge. Oh. Obviously, I love it. That makes sense as to why you'd like it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's all coming full circle. (laughs) I bloody loved it. Anyway, go on. What else did you watch? So that's what I watched on Friday. And then Saturday I watched Night of the Living Dead. And what else did I watch? White Zombie. I think that was the other one that I watched. Um, Which was good. Enjoyed both of them very much so. Ended up on a, a black and white theme. Um, And then on Saturday, not Saturday. And then on Sunday afternoon, the most like gloriously sunny day we've had in all of October. I decided to just sit down and watch The Exorcist. <laughs> Um, which really enjoyed. That was great. And then I decided to take a break from the horror train, but kind of in a similar spooky vein, I watched Ed Wood, which I'd never seen before. Don't know how I'd never seen it before. 90s Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, kind of spooky. It's in black and white. Bloody loved it. Yeah, I saw that you put that up on Instagram and I was like, I don't even know what that movie is. I don't know how I'd never heard because like, I love me some 90s Johnny Depp. Like, and I'm an, I'm a 90s emo kid. So obviously I love everything Tim Burton as well. I was like, hey, well, this completely passed me by. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. So yeah, so I'm on, I'm well and truly on the spooky train. This week, I think I'm going to tackle The Shining. The Shining, that's the one with the twins and the guy in the door. Yes. See, I know that's- the references. I just don't need to know the movies. And that's fine. And that's how I should that's live my life. great in that. So if anybody does have any more, I feel like Ben and Mikey are going to like come at me with a load of recommendations. But if anybody mm. does have any recommendations, feel free to send them over. I'll get to them eventually. There you go. Don't send any to me. I won't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try me. <sighs> so I think this is probably the longest intro we've ever done. It's because we know we have no news. <laughs> but shall we get to the bit of news that we do have? Yes, the news. Okay, so to start out the news NIST this week, let's talk a little bit about EMT, where it is and is not happening. So Extra Magic Time for DLP, the program for October 2020 has just been released. And Disneyland Park, you've got Phantom Manor, Big Thunder Maiden, uh, the Pinocchio Ride, the Carousel, Peter Pan's Flight, Dumbo, Orbitron, Star Wars, Hyperspace Maiden, and the Market House Deli. Wow. And because uh, Walt Disney Studios Park doesn't open until like 5 p.m., there is no EMT. 
for park for um, Walt Disney Studios at the moment. Yeah, it's I, weird. Have they always have they always put like the restaurants in for Magic at EMT? I I I actually don't know. I mean, I could probably search through the WhatsApp and try and find it, but I don't think it's not they that did. <laughs> I just, I thought it was interesting that like Market House Deli was there. Also Market House Deli is like the most shit place to get food on Main Street. Anyway, so yeah, that's the current update for EMT for DLP. Fun times. So we had an update around the annual pass holder privilege tickets. So from November 6th to March 31st, they are introducing a tiered price for the privilege tickets, which... I'm kind of dubious about this. Can they just change the agreement that you have with them? Yeah. Because I'd when say, they I'd upped say it, it says it. Because like the first time I got my annual pass, they were 35 euro for your privilege tickets. And then midway through the year, they changed it, but it didn't affect my pass because the agreement that I was set up with, it was still 35 euro. But when I renewed, it then went to the 39 euro. So I'm kind of like, 39. I'm like, can you all do that? But anyways, so for Infinity tickets in low season, it's 37 euro. And in high season, it's 52 euro. So quite a significant jump. 52 is a lot. Yeah. That's like not that much off just a single day ticket. Yeah. Realistically. And then if you have Magic Plus, low season is 42 euro and high season is 57 euro. So high season is November 7th, 8th. 14th, 15th, 21st, 22nd, 28th, and 29th. I'm assuming they're all just weekends. Um, in December, it's the 5th, the 6th, the 12th, 13th, and then from the 19th to the 31st. Uh, January, it's the 1st to the 3rd. February, it is the 13th, 20th, and 27th. And then in March, it is 6th, 13th, 14th, 20th, 21st, 27th, 28th. Um, but they're all listed in dlp report and i'd recommend going and checking there because nobody's going to remember all those numbers that i just said they're basically all friday saturday sundays yeah or Thank important you. days so like new year's day the rest of them are yeah. mostly just friday saturday sundays which yeah. is to be thought um yeah it is a bit fucking rude but also 15 euro <laughs> price hike like it's a lot like it used to be like if you were using the friends and family tickets you could go for three days for less than 100 quid basically are mm. near enough and now it's like 150 160 like that's a big yeah. hike for like three days yeah not, not, not good um but i mean obviously they're losing they're losing out money on this whole covid situation so i guess they just have to kind of cope where they can and they like you never know because it's only not only but because it's mostly annual pass holders that are going now i wonder has the has there been an increase in people buying AP privilege tickets and um, they're like well f- like to make this back like we just have to make them pay closer to a regular price ticket because we're just losing so much money I don't know yeah because I'd say a lot of people I agree with this maybe, just... but I'd say a lot of people aren't like renewing their annual passes or aren't doing it at the minute anyways so rather than do that they'll just get yeah. the privilege tickets with their friends or whatever hmm. I don't yeah. so yeah that's interesting then something else that's interesting there is a new spirit jersey in disneyland paris it's lion king okay cool great it's also it's really nice on the back 
it's mm. really nice on the back it's got like like the sunset fade from red to yellow and it's got a little paw print down in the butt which i think is really cute but then the I front the paw print yeah see the paw print at the little i don't know if you can see see the, the bottom there oh cute no i didn't see that i like it finger there I like it. it's like a it's like a bee came behind you and t- just tapped you and went Arr! and went boop. <laughs> but then the front the front i'm not too great like the, the front. front i don't really care about got timon pumba and simba doing their like no worries dance and yeah. oh i actually think it's also what's the bird what's the bird don't tell me, no one tell me. oh zazu i'm oh, sorry <laughs> Oops, Christ. <laughs> it's got all them prancing along and then it says Leroy Leon. So it's not even got like the Lion King in English, it hasn't in French, with like this like circle sunset background. I'm I it's kind of disappointing because it if it was just the back, I pro- would probably be pretty jazzed in buying it. But because yeah. it's got that print on the front, I don't want it. If even if it they'd taken the like circle design and just like squished it down and put that as the thing on the front, yeah, absolutely like perfect. Mm. I don't, I don't like spirit jerseys that have a lot on the front because I feel like the whole point of them is that it's on, meant to be on the back. Yeah, like that's where your spirit is. That's where Behind the party you. is. They're like mullets. Hey, Been so, in the front, party in the back. They're fifty nine ninety nine, and you can find them. Well, these have been found in the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost. I really just, do you know, I really, just quick spirit jersey talk. I really, really want that green one from shopdisney.com, but I just, I can't. I just can't. The taxes will hit me so hard. Beautiful. I know, like, the taxes are going to wallop me in the face, so I just can't do it. Yeah. It's not worth the pain. It's not, it's, it's not also not worth that additional 10 euro fee that you get charged by on post but anyway. bitches and I'd also have to make sure I have cash in the house to pay the postman when he comes to the door and just demands cash like what a stupid system you can't pay it online it's like no give the postman cash who carries cash especially now he needs to get a little tapa tapa he does mm. he does so some updates that we've had to videoapolis cafe Hyperion I never know what you're actually supposed to call it it has like 15 different names Mm. um but there's some new phone charging cubes and stations that are being installed in there so guests you can bring your and use your own USB cable or you can use some of the wireless charging so it's in that like little like starry tunnel bit that is kind of right opposite the entrance to hyperspace mountain so you as I said you can either bring your own usb plugs and just kind of use those or they do have the wireless little slots i assume this is because they're trying to encourage more people to use their phones for the likes of standby pass so at least they're giving people the option to be able to then kind of charge their phones so yeah it's free as well which is shocking yeah something that's most definitely not free is our next piece of news from walt disney world uh, <laughs> they have started releasing new uh, travel packages for Walt Disney World for 2021 on the Irish and I assume also the UK website. So their tagline is wish you were here from 1,140 euro per person. Magic is waiting. I would just want to read it because I love the way Disney write things. <laughs> Magic is waiting and we're excited to welcome you back in 2021. Join your favorite characters, ride thrilling attractions and experience world-class dining. There's so much to enjoy at Walt Disney World. I hate these people. So oh, I, did, 
oh, yeah, I did some research into this, right? And I, I have gone and I've done like three scenarios. Can you tell that I had a lot of time? Because oh. we had no news. We love, we love different scenarios. Right. So the first one I've done is two adults, two children. And this is from the first, they're all for two weeks. So it's from the 1st of March for two weeks. So to stay in Pop Century, so value resource, two adults, two children in a standard room. And then adding on two weeks worth of tickets. How much do you think? See, you've already told me one of the prices. So in my head, it's astronomical. So I think, um, I don't know. Sandy, any guesses? Two adults, two kids, pop. Just tickets, no dining. No dining. But you do get a $200 gift card. I'm going to go with that doesn't exist and that's non-existent money. I'm going to go with four, six. Sandy? Oh, this I'd probably such go a fun up game. and go 5-2. <laughs> oh, good one. That's so, a good one. Kate That's was actually one. closer. So the original price is 4,566. You're actually alarming. Holy yourself, shit. Well, that was really close. <laughs> um, but when with this like offer on, it's 4,207 euro and 90 cents for two adults, two children for two weeks, including tickets. And then just for shits and giggles, I went on to Skyscanner and looked up flights. So flights with Delta with one stop in JFK are 1,129. So if you were to go on that family holiday, not including any spending money or any food, it's just under five and a half grand. Was that 1,000 something for the whole family? For the flights, for the flights. yeah. That's really good. I saw, I saw a thing the other day where um, Aer Lingus were offering flights for spring next year and it was 75 euro to go to Boston. 75 Don't euro to go to Boston. We can't go anywhere. No, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm well aware. Right. So then I did the same. Two adults, two children, two weeks. This is in July. So from the 12th of July. So this time we're going to Coronado Springs, which is a moderate resort. Uh, again, two weeks. You get your $200 gift card. There's no dining. What are we thinking? Okay. So I'm going to up it slightly. And I'm going to go to five, six. Okay, Sandy? Oh, I'll go slightly under with just 5-4. <laughs> what a great game! <laughs> <laughs> so the original price is actually 5560 Kate, you're on it. Wow. I'm just so good at my Disney World holidays. I just know it. <laughs> and then with the offer, it's €4,559. So you get Much better like a brand saving. off that one. Much better. See, but that would make that would obviously push you into a more moderate resort then rather than going to the values. Yeah. So you're getting a nicer but room for basically the same they'd... price. Well, the only thing is, but Pop I don't understand has... why they'd want to push you Pop into a Skylar. moderate hotel. Don't know. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, to be honest, like when we were in the before times, when we were thinking of going to Disney World, we were like, oh, let's pick a ho- let's pick a hotel that has the Skyliner because yeah. that just makes Maybe life well. way easier. You don't have to get on a stupid bus. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that is actually then, a really good point. Yeah. And then I looked up flights. So flights in the summer. So again, two adults, two children, 1,629 euros. So you are paying an additional 500 quid for flights. That is so cheap for four people. Mm-hmm. I so last one and I priced this as if it was me and KP going so there's no children involved in this one so this <laughs> <Never>. is <laughs> this 
there's two adults going on the 11th of September so that we would be there for my birthday for our first party. Um, and we're staying in Caribbean Beach Resort in a pirate room. Oh, room, seemingly. That's Again, exciting. no dining involved. Does have your tickets, $200 gift card. What are we thinking? For two of us, no kids. So is this a deluxe resort now? No, it's still a moderate. Moderate. Yeah. Uh, three, nine. Okay. Sandy? Oh, God. No, I'd say I'd say it'd be a little bit cheaper. I'd say we'll go three, two-ish, three, three. Ooh, ooh, good, good, good. Okay, y'all are off. So the okay. original price is 5,800. No way is it cheaper to have children. <laughs> right? And then you, the price that they're giving you is 4,498 euro. So it's four so and a half grand for two adults and no children. It's cheaper for me to pretend that I have children. Basically, yeah. Now, these are all different dates. So, obviously, the oh, first one true, was March, actually, the second yeah. one was July. And, obviously, this is just before Magic Kingdom's 50th. This is, like, you go home, like, the week before the 50th. Um, right, right, But right, the difference right. is what the flights are 626 euro. But, obviously, oh that's because it's for only two people. Are we going? Um, so, the <laughs> total cost of that is... 5,125 euro for two weeks so we still it. over two so grand what's each that? two and a half each then like a grand for spending and food so what's that three and a half if we didn't go to universal mm. <laughs> might be quiet America still might be on fire you know there might not be any people there <laughs> but um, so Craig threw this into the after dark whatsapp not whatsapp group facebook group earlier um, and we were all kind of having a chat about it and like I mean I, I've been to Walt Disney World the one time everything to do with Walt Disney World is very expensive as far as I'm concerned but all yeah. of them were saying that's astronomically expensive especially because right. traditionally the UK and Ireland have always had some form of dining thrown in if you're yeah. staying in a value resort you at least got breakfast thrown in if you stayed in a moderate you got the like basic dining plan where you got two quick service meals and it, or if you stayed in a deluxe you got the kind of like moderate dining plan thrown in the fact that this includes nothing to do with dining mm. that's very expensive yeah i think i forget that there's absolutely no food involved there yeah so you have to fork out for everything up front or you have to then go and add a dining plan which yeah, is true. expensive also very expensive why would you do that so yeah so i went and did some maths because i knew kate loves loves game that was really fun i really love that <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have this as a segment. Every so often, we'll price, we'll price trips for various. <gasps> yeah, different Disney parks. we should, and we should like add different packages to them and stuff. And like, I just obviously won't know the prices for shit. Yeah, there we go. Although I have to say, for the first two, you were pretty bang on. Yeah, I just think yeah, I think that's like an inert skill. There you go. Is it useful for most things? Probably not. But here we are. It's useful. It's useful in the podcast. Nope. Hey. So yeah, that's no, that's all you need to know about the new Walt Disney World packages. Don't buy them. Just wait it out. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very Wait how long? And because I don't know. <laughs> I know. And because I ordered the news wrong, we have one tiny bit of DLP news left because silly. Yeah, I just know so, sorry. Um <laughs> so the how do we think we say this word? Tails? Towels? Tails? Do you know how to say it, Sandy? 
It's T A L Y S. No, T H A Y L S. Oh yeah. It's like a French. It's stupid. It's a French train company, is it? Tails. I don't know. This train company has extended cancellation of their direct service to Disneyland Paris until March thirteenth, twenty twenty one. So train ways of getting to DLP are and buses actually are slowly but surely dwindling which is fun let's see if google knows how to say it oh i didn't turn her up sorry talis 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 did you talis talis there you go that's how you say it thanks google you've been a you've been a star brilliant so after that wow that was great some really exciting news and i'm not being sarcastic (laughs) some actually really exciting news it was announced this week that soul the new disney pixar movie is going straight to disney plus for christmas not on premiere access it's just going to everyone on december 25th i think that's wild yeah it's a bit it's a bit bananas i'm shocked that they're not trialing premiere access for it but i wonder if they just weren't anticipating it to do as well but i don't we spoke about this a little bit on disney parks and beyond yesterday um about like the, the death of cinemas at the minute because obviously everything that's gone on with cineworld and all that kind of stuff but we were saying do we think disney plus will get to the stage where maybe it'll be you have like your basic disney plus price package and then you can pay like a year's additional fee and you just get everything automatically added day one of release so if it was like anywhere between say like 30 and 50 quid that you could pay extra and then every new release released under the Walt Disney umbrella you just automatically got access to at home do we think that's something they might do yeah I'd pay for it I'd pay for it but I don't know if it's something they do yeah because I know in the next bit we talk about how they've moved around there their focuses and stuff at the moment but like direct to consumer is definitely going to be a main focus for Mm -hmm. a long time now I think yeah so I think they need to make as much money as possible and I think if they offer just like that second tier as just like a broad payment of like 50 an extra 50 quid a month I don't Mm -hmm. think that's enough to get by with what would be so like if me and ed would me and ed would always see every pixar movie in the cinema we just would yeah so like when we go to cinema we're paying like all together like what 40 something maybe 50 euro for the two of us because we always get popcorn and drinks and that kind of stuff i know the popcorn and drinks don't go to them but like we'd happily spend that money to go to the cinema mm-hmm. and it's like i think they kind of expect the same sort of income so putting it on premier access i think is the closest way to get the same level of income rather yeah. than just doing a blanket 50 quid for the entire year true but i don't know like i'm not i'm not a disney exec i don't know <laughs> i do think i do think it's really interesting that they haven't put it on premier access though mm. because personally especially for the year that's in it we don't know where everyone's going to be on christmas Nobody knows what rules their country is going to be in. Like it may be a Christmas where we can't go see specific members of specific families and that kind of stuff. So there might be families with children that are stuck at home. What are you going to do? I'll happily pay for the newest Pixar movie. Of course I will. Yeah. Like I know that I guess, I guess I'm complaining that Disney aren't taking advantage of people. <laughs> How uncommon for us. Yeah. So like, I, I, I guess it's great that Soul's being released to, 
all like subscribers of Disney Plus for no extra charge on Christmas Day. It's just very un-Disney and I find it interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like I'm excited. I don't know if I'll end up watching it on Christmas Day. Oh, I think we um, might. Yeah, I don't know. Might watch it in the just evening. Just another... Wow, how specific. I love a Christmas sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what you meant, but you just went sandwich. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it like a nice little PB and J? Um, <laughs> the one tiny thing I'd like to say about Soul is that Ed saw some like reviews for Soul, like for early reviewers and um, critics and stuff. And yeah. one person said it was the best Pixar movie that Pixar have ever made. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's a bold statement. So I actually think it's going to and like most of the most of the critiques that came around it were pretty similar I don't think there's really been anything bad said about it and I mean it's not like they need to push positive reviews because they're not pushing anyone to go to the cinema to see it true yeah so that is a very valid point but you know always excited for new content on Disney plus have you watched the Animal Kingdom show yet yeah oh yeah I'm all caught up I'm all caught up yeah yeah you like it? I would like if they would tell me who's still employed, though. Well, there is that. Um, I was watching it in work, and the guy beside me was like, "It would be like, do you know when you watch documentaries, a based like based on real life, and then at the end it gives you like a recap of where everyone is now." He's like, yeah. "It would be like that, but just really sad. It would be like Barbara now works at Walmart." <laughs> yeah, because you have to think like the girl that was like taking care of the little. Little, the little Ray pup I'm just like yeah are you still on maternity leave do you have a job to go back to yeah and it's like oh like Dr. Dan and it's like oh wow he's obviously like so skilled and he knows all these animals I'm like they could have kicked him to the curb like you don't know yeah they were they were kicking people to the curb left right and center I'm like oh I hope at least mo- most of you are still employed <laughs> yeah it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit bananas all right but um Speaking of people that Disney don't kick to the curb, unless you're Catherine Pell, um, it's all their execs. So <laughs> they've done a bit of a shake-up. I'm not going to go through and read out everybody that they've moved around because there's an awful lot of names and no I cares. don't think anybody cares. And if you do go to the Diz, they've done a whole article on it. They've done a wonderful job. Go look at that. They did announce that they have 100 million Disney Plus subscribers, which is bananas. Like uh, is that worldwide? I think so, yeah. Think uh, so? That's fine with me. That would make sense. Hmm. There's like 10 so, trillion people in the world. Yeah. So the main, I suppose, kind of announcement that came from it um, and that Bob Chapik was droning on about is that they are putting such emphasis onto their direct consumer and their streaming services. So we have Kareem Daniel has been named as the head of the new Walt Disney Company division, media and entertainment distribution in charge of the dissemination and ad sales for all Disney content, including across streaming services and, of course, Disney+. Plus. So, yeah. Um, I think everything that's gone on with various different cinema chains closing or only opening at the weekend and stuff like that, I think it is kind of making Disney and a lot of other studios look at pushing their, I suppose, kind of wares onto streaming services and whatnot. So is this potentially the death of the cinema? No, no. I hope not. Mm. 
I think this is a great opportunity for Disney to make Hulu a European streaming service, a full European streaming service, not just in like Spain or wherever it is. Bring it over here. Let me have some of that Hulu action. Just saying. I do. I think they're missing out on such a big market. No, I agree. I just think sometimes they're so stupid. But anyway, the last piece of news is that the California governor has is has sent or will send a team to observe Disney World in how they are doing by having a theme park open in this COVID time. Dr. Pamela Himmel, the chief medical officer of Disney Parks, Experiences and Products, did issue a statement that basically was like, there is no goddamn reason Disneyland shouldn't be open. Every other theme park we own is open and running smoothly. Open. <laughs> Is basically what that very professional statement says that I'm not going to read out because it's boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of get where they're coming from. Like every other park is opened and there hasn't mm. been, no one's been able to attribute a spike in cases in an area yeah. to do with a Disney park being open because let's call a spade a spade. The media would love nothing more than to be able to run a story about Disney being a massive outbreak or a reason for an outbreak of COVID. So I get where she's coming from, but yeah, I but don't know I if also, help. I also get where the California governor is coming from. <laughs> oh no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. At the end of the day, he's doing what he can to keep people safe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it for the news. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> So we had Sandy on last week talking uh, all about what DLP is like at the minute with current COVID restrictions and all that good stuff. So if you haven't checked out last week's episode, what are you doing? You need to go catch up. Link is in the show notes. But we decided that we'd get Sandy on again because we love reviewing Halloween. And unfortunately, me and Kate ain't going to be going to Halloween. So we were like, why not? Why not chat Sandy and see what Halloween is like during COVID times slash for 2020? But before we specifically talk about Halloween, um, there was something that we completely forgot to ask you about last week. So whilst you were there, you got evac'd off Big Big Thunder Mountain and I was bloody buzzing about it. (laughs) Tell us about it. You were buzzing. I was freaking buzzing. I'm like... Yeah, but you were at least experiencing. I was sitting at my my desk (laughs) in work. Not in work, at home. But I was like, oh my God. At least you had a reason to be excited. (laughs) I mean, right. So that was on our last day. Yeah, no, that was on our last day. And Big Thunder, we are like, we're big, big Thunder fans. Like we love a good Big Thunder. Like our record is 12 times in a row on Big Thunder. Like just keep going, keep going. And well done. that's just where we like to spend our time. So our last day, it was coming up to about 10 to 6. Park was closing at 6. We were like, right, shalok, one last go on the mountain. Why not? Um, so we go to Big Thunder. And I mean, like it was walk on the entire time we were there. So it took about five minutes to get to the bleeding train. So got to the train. That was fine. Um, like, you know, we're on the wildest ride in the wilderness. We're zooming along under the lake, waving at people on the Molly Brown. We are smiling for the photograph, living our best life. Um, but we round the corner, you know, to the second lift hill where the goat is. Yeah. And then just bam, we stopped. So 
we kind of looked at each each other and he kind of looked at me like as in, ah, oh, shite. And I looked at him as like, yes, we're getting evacuated. <laughs> um, it was two very different reactions. It was very funny. Um, we were left on the train for about five or six minutes before any sort of announcement was made um, okay. to say that we would be on our way shortly. Although like, you know, I didn't want to be on our way. I wanted to get off. Um, mm-hmm. So we were sitting there anyway. And then two cast members came up and explained to each carriage in their retrospective languages that they were going to help us out of the carriages and we were going to walk off the mountain. So I'm like thrilled at this stage. Like the, when we were sitting in the in the train, Obviously, you guys got my voice notes of me going, lads, I think I'm being evacuated. I can't wait. This is exciting. Um, <laughs> I was very happy. Uh, so, yeah, two cast members came up, told us what was going to happen and then took us all out of the carriage. They donated from the top back and got us to wait on the side until everyone had got out of their carriages. So you had one cast member at the back of the line, one at the front of the line. It was like being in primary school all over again. And we were walked off the mountain and we had to cross the train tracks. We had to walk through the train to get off the train. And then we had to walk kind of along the mountain a little bit. And then we had to walk inside the mountain. Now, you've never never met a girl that was excited to see concrete and steel stairs as much as I was. I was delighted. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. They told us they had warned us not to take photographs, not to take our phones out. However, I videoed right. the entire thing because you, you know, rebel. So <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, now, because I was trying to do it sneaky, half the video is your man's backpack in front of me, but you do get to see the fascinating concrete. Um, yeah, we walked through the mountain. It like it looked like a warehouse. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't spectacular. But when we got through it and um, we got to walk along the tracks, and that's how we got out the other side. So we walked under the lake alongside the track and all the lights that's were so on. Exciting. It was the best five minute walk I've ever had. I have to say <laughs> it was great. <laughs> at, one ter- at one point I turn around to him and I'm like, we're under the lake. This is fantastic. I can't, I can't believe we're under the lake. <laughs> oh, it was it was a good time. I mean, I have to that- say that sounds exactly what I'd be like. Oh, yeah. Same. Like Christmas. You know, there was most people grumbling that, oh, the park's about to close and our ride has been interrupted. And here's me going, yes, give it to me. This is great. <laughs> you can interrupt my day all you like, Big Thunder. <laughs> and, do you know, in all my years going to DLP, like I've been going to DLP at least once a year, if not four times a year since I was 16. And that's my first evac. I like that it went from at least once a year to four times a year. <laughs> I think about 24, about 2012, 2013, it turned out four times a year. Um, I mean, fair. But that's my first ever EVAC. Like I've I witnessed EVACs, but that was my first one and it was exciting. And I'm glad it was Big Thunder. Yeah, was I was I was so jealous. Like it, it's one of those real like parks nerd things that you're just like, but I'd love to get evac off. Okay, if you had to like get evacuated off a ride, what ride would you pick? Oh, I know you're going to ask me this question and I, I could see it coming. I just, I just don't know. Like in my head, I feel like Space Mountain would be quite a cool just for me because I'd like to see Space Mountain with the lights on. Okay. 
Um, but then also, I think I think my biggest fear is getting stuck on Space Mountain upside down. Oh God! Because, imagine. And that would be great. I'd be intrigued to see what a um, evac off of Tower of Terror would be like. Hmm. Like yeah. I'd be I'd be interested to see how that works because you're still in a lift shaft. That makes me out to be a liar because we were on <laughs> Terror Terror. So I was on it when it broke down, but it wasn't really an evac. They just pulled the lift down and you got off it as normal. Oh, that's boring as fuck. Yeah, no, it is. We went, it was February, February, not last year, the year before when it was like really snowy and we had brought Amy, my partner's daughter, and like she shit herself. She was like, oh my God, (laughs) halfway through the ride. And me and Amy would be friends. She was, it was so funny. But when it abruptly came to a stop, as the lift was dropping and then it stopped but we were kind of near the end anyway and then all the lights went on and they just brought the train back of the train the lift down so it didn't feel like an evac oh like i'm wondering like is there a situation where like the the lift would be stuck and they couldn't bring it back down but then i guess i suppose they just leave you there just get you out (laughs) with like a cherry picker or something i don't know cherry picker oh my god (laughs) Do you know what I think would be really... So, obviously, my one would be Phantom Manor because I just love to have... I do think that would also be very fun. I think that would be a fun one. Because you know you're safe. All you have to do is walk. Or Pirates of the Caribbean. Because, I mean, like, you can literally just, like, step out of the boat. Like, I'd love to have a mooch around both of those. But do you know what I think would be a really interesting one? Peter Pan's flight. Because you're just hanging from the ceiling. Where would you go? That's when they get a cherry picker. They, like, they have to, like, go up and get you and bring you down those firemen i think but i also think i'm surprised you want that one because i think you might have to like climb down a precarious ladder for that one. Oh no i didn't say i wanted that one i said it would be an interesting oh one. sorry comprende i want phantom manor or yeah, a pirate of course of course but of course, i think that would be like an interesting one gotcha gotcha so yeah but i was i, I was living for your voice notes slash photos slash all the things that you shouldn't have been doing Whilst getting you backed off Big Thunder. I was living for them. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was a great time. I feel like I was the only person on the entire train that was excited at the fact that we got stopped. It was a but great way. Like that that time that the like big group of us went on Phantom Manor and we got stopped and we were stopped for like a good four, four and a half minutes. And me and Kate were in separate doom buggies. And everyone else was just kind of like contently sitting. And me and Kate were like leaning forward and looking at each other and be like, do we think? Do we do we think? Is it gonna I happen? And I was like, what's wrong? And I was like, we're gonna get you back. I was like, I think we're gonna get you back. Like it's been a long time now. Like that when they say like the like, oh sorry, your thing has been interrupted, it had gone on like eight times and then it just stopped altogether. And I was like, it's gone on eight times. It's, they've just stopped it now. I was like, that's it, the lights are gonna come on. That, 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 that. And then all of a sudden it was like I was like, damn it. Oh. <laughs> what I part did devastated. you guys get in- what part did you stop at? Was it at least a really good part? No, was it-, it was like really early. It was where yeah. there's the like hallway and there's the like rattling. Um, oh, the door oh, yeah. armor. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. But the thing is like, because Phantom Manor is sort of made in that like old styly like haunted house kind of way. When you stare at something for so long, you're like, I can see the mechanics. Can we keep going now? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd like to keep on moving. Um, but yeah, that one time I was, I was so sure it was going to happen. But then I was like, no, do you know what? It happened very near the start. Crying. And I was sure it was going to happen. But in my head, I was like, we're so close to the entrance. This won't be fun at all. And then it happened again further on in the ride. And I was like, yeah, it happened now. This is great. We're like in the middle of the ride. But then it just kept going. I was like, stop teasing me. <laughs> Kate, if you went to DLP right now, you'd actually love the Terror Terror. Because obviously the library scene, you you just walk through it. Yeah, it's my so- the What a waste of time. I stood there and took photographs for a good minute before we went through. Oh, that's cool. Because the lights were on, so it's really bright. So you can see everything and all the books and all the props. And it's actually really interesting. That just, I hate, like, I know it, like, helps with the whole, like, theming and the wait time. But I'm just like, oh, can I skip this bit? Because, like, sometimes when I do a loop and I do it, like, when I do it, like, three times in a row, I'm like, oh, just let me through the fucking doors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know, I know. Tire terror in French. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'll never forget that one time that we got it in English, though. You nearly oh, wet yourself. So excited. I was like, it's in English. I can understand what's going on. Because the, the subtitles the just don't do it. Like, it's so much better in English. They're yeah. Like, I know, right? <laughs> the French cast member was like, so much better. I was like, right? <laughs> oh, my God. When the French, when the French are saying that the English language is better oh. than their own, like that, you know, the cast members had a time. You know, it's high praise. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, it's high praise. Anyway, right, so <laughs> Sandy, what did you make of Halloween? I mean, oh, DLP just does Halloween right. Like, just in general, I, I haven't. Sorry, seen... Kate, did you just stab yourself in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, I hit the straw against my tooth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hope no one Oh God. <laughs> um a Halloween. I haven't missed a Halloween since 2013. And like even the strange year when the 25th was still happening and we had that skeleton party in Frontierland with the weird van. It was still better Halloween than most parks. I mean, Agreed. I feel like DLP's offering for Halloween is just on another level. Or maybe I'm just biased, but like they're daytime offering, and it's some well, yeah. like yeah. What was it? 2018 when I got in like an actual like row with some Americans in front of me because they were like, "Oh, it's cute that Disneyland Paris they're trying like they're trying to copy Magic Kingdom," and I was like, "Bitch, like you're gonna listen." Like, don't get me wrong. I think Mickey's Not So Scary is amazing. I'm wearing a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party T-shirt right now. Like, I live for Mickey's Not So Scary, and Kate's dance along to Booty. You, I can see her. Um, However, the daytime Halloween offerings from DLP are far, 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 far and above what they offer in Magic Kingdom. Because Magic Kingdom, it's a couple little pumpkins and that's it. And they have a couple treats. There's no shows. There's no special parade during the daytime. There's no special characters during the daytime. It's lazy. They just they're just trying to screw you out of money. Like, I mean, we get everything in DLP for nothing. Like the soirees are hit and miss, depending. Like, yes. Was it 20, it's 2018, the, the parade for the soiree was actually awesome. But um, I mean, we don't have to pay extra to see all that stuff during the day. So I feel yeah. like we're winning. Like, you know. I have to say so, as well, Walt Disney World COVID times have better daytime Halloween offerings than non-COVID times because they're doing all those cavalcades with Oogie and stuff. And you're like, well, you'd never see these people daytime in Walt Disney World. 
So oh, yeah. the pandemic's brought out goodness, not goodness, uh, good daytime offerings for Halloween in Disney World. Anyway, I feel yeah. like COVID in general, though, has had some positive outcomes on Disney parks. Like, I feel like DLP's horticultural team has just, I don't know, either been given acid or something. I don't know. They're all working extremely hard. The place looks incredible. <laughs> oh, what a statement. <laughs> they really got me. Like, they're just inhaling the fertilizer. <laughs> that goddamn like, horticultural team <laughs> we walked like I know last week I said our first park we went to the studios but only because it was the last day of the Marvel characters and we wanted to get them before it changed to the villains but when we walked down towards the Disneyland hotel and you saw that Mickey planter and like everything just looks amazing like you could tell it was Halloween from the minute you walked towards the Disneyland hotel like you could you could just feel Halloween and then when you got to the Main Street Station, somebody just threw pumpkins at it. It's fantastic. Like, I love it. Yeah, they have their normal Halloween kind of banner that they have every year. And they have the pumpkins along the side and whatever. But there's pumpkins on the top. They have the witches' hats on the lights. And that's before you even step into the park. I mean, I feel like everywhere, between flowers and decorations, everything has just been fantastic this year. They've just pulled it out of the bag. It's been great. Um, like Halloween-wise, our first day, we spent a lot of time on Main Street and on the hub as well. Like we didn't really branch into the lands on the first day because I was just happy to be home, to be honest. And I wanted to get all the photos and wanted to see all the floats and all the characters and the costume changes and not really miss out on anything. Um. Yeah. If you know what to look for, though, you can tell when the floats are coming. Like, I know it's kind of random, but the parade lights on top of the Main Street buildings go up about 10 minutes before a float even appears. So mm. if you kind of keep an eye out, you can tell when they're coming. Um, mm. So that's kind of what we done the first day. We spent ages just waiting for the floats and going to see characters, that kind of a thing. We done all the characters on Main Street and they all generally have two character attendants who are all friends with the characters as well and they alternate okay. between the three of them every 20 <laughs> 30 minutes or so um donald and daisy at the gazebo are fab i haven't met donald and daisy together since oh, it was probably the 25th actually no i met them together the 25th but like you don't often get them beside each other and they're just mm. amazing and to be the first thing that you see as soon as you walk on main street just gives me life because I love Donald and they're both in their harvest outfits which is it's totally cute I, I do it. love harvest Donald he's so yeah. freaking cute also I really feel like Daisy's living for that gazebo she's just throwing it yeah. wherever she can like Sweet. she's like in a hip and a pose and a knee and a woo <laughs> she's such a queen she's so good because they're like selfie pictures like you really have to rely on the fact that the characters have good poses which they always yeah. do well 90 percent of the time they do but like daisy really fucking throws it down like it really does and do you know what all the characters around that kind of area like you've got max at the board house and goofy over by was it ribbons and bows is that what it's called um when there's nobody waiting for them they all interact with each other yeah i think it's like, to keep themselves like it <laughs> 
if yeah but i also think ugh, breaking the magic i think it also is like to keep themselves like occupied and like mm-hmm. in character not occupied yeah. you just said occupied i meant in character because yeah. i feel like otherwise you just sort of zone out because i'm yeah. sure it's it sounds stupid but i'm sure they get used to the fact that they're in character or they're in this certain situation and they just want to like switch off for a sec so i think it's good to like be bopping around with your your fellow characters I mean, like, yeah, I particularly, agree. maybe not with Donald and Daisy, because they always kind of tended to have a steady flow of people. But with Max and Goofy, there was times where there was nobody with them. So, like, our first half an hour on Main Street was bloody brilliant. It put me in such a good mood because we went and saw all the characters, but we spent ages with Max and we spent ages with Goofy. And there was just good crack and good banter with them. And yeah, it's a selfie spot, but you can still really interact. Yeah. Because the character attendants are there and they're not really seeing much people either. They're interacting with you as well. So it's actually just fantastic. Like that first step onto Main Street. And if you instantly go with those characters, you are in the mood. It just puts you in the zone. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's that. mad how a good character mean good really like sets the tone, isn't it? I'm a character person. I don't understand these people who don't go and see characters. I don't. Now, and you tell tell you what as well. Ed was like, "Oh, I don't know how I'll be with the characters." Now, in all fairness, he was like, "I understand why you like them." He was just like, "I personally, I just don't know if I'll like get it." Fucking mad lad meeting Captain Hook, Jafar was well into it. He was like, when can we meet Pluto? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and the Queen of Hearts just robbed him. Yeah, so it's like, it's mad. Like, I still think people who were like, oh, I don't get it. Like, when you're there, you're just like, oh my God, look, it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the people who don't get it don't have any joy in their lives. Firm believer. Yeah. Also true. Yeah, true. They're, they're not happy people or they don't know what happy is whoa okay no no offense to anyone you know harsh words um what other parts of um halloween did you get to experience this year because i know they're not offering everything due to covid so what else did you do um well do you know the floats that are racing down main street i think is fantastic and when I say racing, I mean they are fire. I was just about to say, <laughs> when you say racing, do you mean like they're going actually really fast? <laughs> oh yeah, no, they are. Like, have you ever seen the end of the parade? Like the end of Stars on Parade when it's like pissing rain and they're just trying to really hoof it around right. and get yeah, out? Yeah. It's <laughs> like that. They are just bombing it down the parade route. It's great. Um, But I wasn't really expecting much parade-wise because like I'd kind of had it in my head obviously before Halloween had started, I was like, right, we're not going to get parades. We're not going to get this. That's fine. Do you know, if we end up going, it'll be okay. I was dead happy. Like four parade floats a couple of times a day. And then you've got the main street vehicles. Sometimes are characters going down main street. Main street is hopping. I feel like there's something going on every 10, 15 minutes. Did you feel it's- like that system was better than having one timed parade a day? Or do you, would you prefer like the time? Like, okay, so I guess we put it to equivalent of like the Halloween parade, which would happen twice a day, one up, one down. So like, would, did you prefer like the sporadicness of the cavalcades or do you think it was still better as like a one up, one down Halloween parade at like specific times? Yeah, like I prefer the Halloween parade, to be fair. Like I love a good parade. I'm a parade person. I'd never miss a parade. Um, but considering covid i mean i was just really happy that we got any sort of floats on main street Mm -hmm. at all and even though they are bombing it down the street it's like 
the characters are still really trying to interact with you and pose for your photographs and yet the character attendants are really like trying to kind of keep you distant and whatever and moving out of their way but they're still happy and jolly and you know it's it's decent like it is it is fairly decent the only thing is if you're not on main street a lot which i know a lot of people wouldn't be you know your families and you're just kind of going on attractions yeah. and stuff, you'd miss it but i feel like people who are expecting it will see we'll see what they want you know yeah i'd hope that cast members would be like if families were arriving and they were like oh when's the parade and they're like oh unfortunately we're not having parades at the moment but we are doing like intermittent cavalcades like make sure you're on main street around maybe possibly this time <laughs> that's the thing nobody was kind of given times or even a rough you could even kind of see you know like cast members starting to kind of come out more cast right. members than normal and trying to make themselves look busy right so yeah hoping there was something mm. happening all i can picture is that cast member at oogie boogie being like i don't know what you're talking about Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know this boogeyman. No one's gonna be here. Like y'all need to leave. And we were just I was like, like, what? Oh come on! <laughs> They're just so obtuse at times. They're just like, <laughs> it's, it is mad how sometimes casters are just like, where, who? Oh, I work here. This is my job. No, who are you? Go away. <laughs> you know what in France though you kind of think to yourself oh this guy's messing but he probably isn't he probably is re- very he unaware has not a fucking clue what's going on he's like Your a parade what? <laughs> on a Wednesday yeah <laughs> please <laughs> madame we are in a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> the only kind of thing you could actually time was Maleficent coming out in the castle courtyard because well, maybe you couldn't time it. I'm sure if you're clever, you could. But like we were in the Christmas shop and we were shopping around and all of a sudden there was this fucking loud bang. I was like, oh, there's thunder. The girl behind the counter started laughing and I was like, it's not thunder. She was like, no, that's Maleficent. And we were talking away. And she was like, yeah, this happens 16 times a day. Holy shit. See, that's a cast member that's pissed off listening to that. Yeah, we see Sandy was there going 16 times a day. Parks open for eight hours. Oh, so every 20, 30 minutes or so, we have minutes yeah. coming out. <laughs> Detective Sandy. Yeah, um, which meant we actually didn't miss Maleficent. We we could catch her if we were, you know, every half hour or so, if we wanted some decent pictures. Like, it's not, she's not there for long. She comes out with Diablo. There's a bit of smoke, a bit of banging, and she says her little spiel and then goes off but it's a really good photo op the photos there look pretty good like if you stand in front of her brambles as she's coming out and all the mist is everywhere and she's just on the castle it, it is pretty cool it does look nice it sounds well good photo good photo op um i suppose did halloween you, wise what did you on? watch the castle stage show the one with Ursula? Ur- 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 yeah yeah mm. you don't sound worth- too impressed <laughs> Oh, like I mean right she debuted last year we saw her last year and the questionable questionable enough show that came with her and it was fine and I love villains like I mean I love villains but the best thing about that show was the meet and greet afterwards so the fact that it's just Ursula on the stage and well yeah you know her eels are dancing around and there's bubbles but she sings her song and then she goes like you don't know when she's coming on 
and all of a sudden you see somebody in a Jedi robe being walked to the stage. So you're like, oh, oh this is happening. Oh, wow. I never yeah. even thought of that. Yeah. Um, they open the gates, kind of. You can kind of tell, you know, the guys with the headphones start to yeah. kind of walk around the stage. Yeah. You're like, right, okay, this is happening. Um, it's about five, ten minutes. There's a bit of pyrotechnics at the end. It, it's it's fine. She it's like fine. to be fair to Ursula, God love her, whoever's playing her, like she is giving it socks. She's so animated, her voice is fantastic, but it's not a lot to watch, do you know? Like it's not my to be fair. I I don't think I have ever seen a castle stage show where I've been like, fuck me, that was good. Do you know what I mean? This just it's just I just the castle stage shows are just not my thing. Like when we were there last year for Halloween, um bear in mind me and Kate were there twice for Halloween. We watched the castle stage show once. Yeah. We rarely we rarely missed a Vive la Vie. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> those little scalabays. We didn't miss mm. them. <laughs> <laughs> the, with the castle shows, generally they're better in the dark because everything lights up and it looks, it just looks better. Yeah. But it's like putting lipstick on a pig, you know, like it can only do something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's such a harsh statement. <laughs> I mean, oh. like, I want, I want to like the castle shows. Like, I like theatrics and I love shows. Like, I want to enjoy this, like, singing and dancing and acting performance. But they're just not that great sometimes. Yeah. Actually, and I think the, the best one was the one for the 25th. That was fantastic. That was very Not good. the one with the fans. No? No, no, no. You know the one okay. where they kind of done a bit on each land? Yeah, I don't think I ever actually watched that. I What I distinctly remember about that show is that that show was like finishing and the characters were about to start like walking backstage. But this was when I was like gung-ho trying to get to Jack Skellington and I just kept shouting back at Amy that she should just stay and say hello to Peter Pan. That's about <laughs> as much of that show as I recall. And Kate's oh, looking at me like she's no one. idea. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what's happening, but I just think everyone should stick together. <laughs> strength yeah. in numbers like the show was okay I mean if you've not been before yeah it's something to look at if you have been before and have seen things that are moderately better you probably don't want to watch this do you know that's, yeah fair that's my kind of taking on it um Frontierland lads I mean I feel like every pumpkin in the back of house was just thrown in Frontierland whatever didn't fit on Main Street is in Frontierland and it's wonderful. Yeah, like I love spooky Frontierland. Oh my god! You know, like down by the Pablo Trading Post, which yes. was actually open the entire time we were there, like midweek. Wow! Really excited, and they had a pin board outside, so you still could pin trade. Which they had said that that wasn't allowed, but the pin board was out, so. You know. I know in Disney World they were doing it that you can pick off the board but the pin that you're swapping with goes into a special box and then that box gets and then the bo- the pins in the box get sanitized before they put get put on the board there wasn't so, great ones on the board so we didn't yeah, actually yeah, that's trade. Fair. We, we bought instead um, but walking from there down to the Frontierland station there's scarecrows everywhere and pumpkins everywhere it's great you know like um around where they used to have the christmas village and stuff where santa used to be like all down that way 
it's just a scarecrow patch and a pumpkin patch. Like, it's lovely. You could spend ages down there and just get so many photographs. And it's deserted because nobody walks down that way. It's lovely. We did that last year. That's where that cute picture of me and KP in the frame is. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's where we had that nap on that bench. We? On a bench. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that was a you thing, Kate. Is that not what I said? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, another great thing about Frontierland as well is, you know, those pumpkin people that they had out all the time in 2010? They are on Fort Comstock in the morning and they're great. I've seen those and I've never seen the actual like, well, I think there's usually what one or two of them on one of the floats for Vive la Vie, but like, yeah. you don't get to see them. And I'm just like, I want to meet the pumpkin people. I want to be a pumpkin person. I think it was 2010 where the Halloween was just full of those people and like people with scarecrow outfits. And I think they were everywhere and it was kind of terrifying, but good. But um, I'm glad they brought them back because they're really sassy and they the music's really really loud around there when they come out they're there for five ten minutes and then they go back in i only caught them once though which means they're quite sporadic because i was yeah. trying to keep an eye on on things and what we could get to see again mm. um but i do i like them they're very sassy they're great for the photographs they're yeah. good um, um what is uh, there were two things that i want to ask one was around kind of like merchandise because dlp ain't the best for halloween merchandise but also the villains meet and greet. So whichever of those you want to start with. Um, merchandise. This year hasn't been too bad. I mean, they've got the new ears this year, which I didn't like the photographs. So I've seen them in person and I was like, yes, I need them. They're lovely. Um, and they, they're all kind of different colours. Do you know, like some of them are a little bit more pink than others. Some of them are a bit more bronzy than others. They're fab. I actually quite like the ears this year. And then they have the usual kind of stuff, you know, like your Halloween Minnie and Mickey and your candle holders. There was a couple of new mugs this year. Um, but the pins, the pins this year were lovely. Love the pins. Are pins. Very cute. They came out the day we arrived and that was the day that I bought 400 of them. I mean, I bought a set for you. I picked up Kate's one. I picked up I had other friends that wanted like the full set. I wanted the full set. I think I bought five full sets of those all together. Of all of them. Now, isn't yeah. it terrible that you were allowed to do that? Yeah, I think so. No, a hundred percent. Because I, I know said no, that. I someone who's who's getting the pins. I'm, very, I'm like, woo! But like, that's I'm very awful. grateful you could. But yeah, like I mean, if I couldn't, I could have just went to a different shop each time and bought them. It would have been fine. But yeah. the fact that I bought them all at once and handed them to the cast member, and he was like, "Oh, you like pins?" I'm like, "Yeah, not really. <laughs> not all for me." <laughs> um. Yeah, it was it was fine. Like, but I do agree. I think it's mad that I was actually allowed by five full sets and then a couple of singles. Hmm. Like that that shouldn't be allowed. No. But it was. So it was fine. It's fine. Um I didn't actually, do you know, Halloween wise, I didn't buy anything for myself merchandise wise, really. Like I bought the pins. I thought about the ears, but didn't. Um, I got myself a dress, but that tends to be there all the time. That little mm. villain's dress. Um, so, oh, I got glasses. I did get two nice wine glasses that one of them broke. But, you know, that was my fault. Um, they were in Harrington's. They were, you know, like the way they normally would do 
their glasses and just put whatever on them, particularly for different seasons, they'll throw villains at them. But these two wine glasses were poison apple glasses. And I mean, if you know me, I love, I love it and poison apple. So I bought myself two glasses. They're fabulous and I love them. I haven't used them yet though. I feel like I, I mean, need nice nails really to one. use them. Well, yeah. <laughs> the other one to be fair is actually on display. We have like a little table and the first time I had like the DLP wine and the DLP champagne, we brought the bottles home. So they're sitting like on a little table. So that glass is actually beside them. Yeah. Nice. Because it's not like, it's not broken. It's just cracked, is it? It's cracked. Yeah, it is cracked. Um, And here's me thinking putting them in a backpack all wrapped up in scarves and tissue and everything would be fine. But the top one obviously got a bang of some sort and it cracked. So sad. Yeah. But I mean, I just have to go back and buy another one, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the villains meet. Oh, that was probably another highlight of my trip. If you take the evac out of it, yeah. But that's me. I'm a villains fan. I love my villains, and I'm like super surprised at the amount of people that go into those meet and greets. Just get one photograph and just walk off. I mean, I stood there having a full-on blown chat with Lady Tremaine about looking bomb af basically just about looking great and dressing great and she was on about her girls and i mean i stood there for a good i'd say with lady tremaine and the evil queen we were there for a good three minutes with those just chatting and i was wearing my evil queen jacket as well which went down very well and we got some really good photos and the evil queen loved it and then she was like you have to get a photograph of your jacket with me your favorite in the background i was like yeah yeah i do why wouldn't i be your favorite i'm like yeah (laughs) um that was fantastic that was actually really really good and then it was the next double set that we met was oh queen of hearts and captain hook but I had took off my jacket for that meet because I wanted it, the photo to look slightly different just at the backgrounds. But I forgot that I actually, I have Alice tattooed on my back. So we obviously had our backs to the characters to get our photographs taken. Mm. And the <laughs> Evil Queen started stamping her foot. And that was a whole time. The, the, the villains were just on point. They were fantastic. They were great. And the photographers are great. And if he would have queued again to meet a different set of characters I would have been like come on we'll do it again let's queue again yeah but I couldn't do that to him we'd already waited nearly an hour I always feel like with the villains and stuff like that it's kind of like meeting Donald versus meeting Mickey Mouse like meeting the princesses is lovely and meeting the princesses is great and all that kind of stuff but those kind of slightly more like evil characters they just have a bit more in them do you know what I mean you can have a bit more of like a laugh with them like I'll never get over meeting the queen of hearts and her just running off with Ed never in my life will I get over because it was just the most hilarious thing I don't think he will either to be honest (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah like I feel like when you meet like the princesses and Mickey Mouse specifically like you just know that there's certain rules that they have to follow yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to fuck about with them. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to play to the storyline. And, oh, you might say one or two, like, fun things. But, like, you know, like, keep it within their, keep it within their realm. Keep it within their story. But, like, with the villains, you can really, like, fuck with them and fuck about with them. And they'll, like, give as good as they get. I think yeah. that's one thing I was really apprehensive about. Because, obviously, we booked the trip. It was in my head. I was like, if I can go, I can go. But when I 
figured out I actually could go I had kind of made a thing with myself going Sandy yeah you're here for Halloween but you're not going to get the Halloween you normally do and to me that is meeting villains so when I came out from that meet and greet I was thrilled that I had that interaction that I'm used to and that it wasn't compromised in any way because of a bit of white rope and it wasn't it was fantastic it was really really good and I was very very happy but even no go on um even meet Mickey like do you know in the where Mickey and Donald and Pluto or whoever is with them at the time that's a great meet as well and the music actually in there you'd really appreciate because it's all spooky music so it has Halloween Ween, Boo to You, Brave Enough it's got all the Halloween tracks just playing on music it's it's great (laughs) so you could stay in there for ages and Devil Donald is who I met Devil Donald Mickey and Pluto and I feel like I ignored Pluto to be honest like poor Pluto but in fairness it's hard not to get distracted with Devil Donald he's just Mm. the best you know what though right now this I love Devil Donald but I feel like DLP were raiding the costume department for every costume for different characters throughout Halloween one minute you'd see Mickey in one outfit the next minute he's in another and it's fantastic where is Maleficent Donald? Like, yeah, why? That's like a DLP staple. So it's such a fantastic outfit. And like, I love Devil Donald, but Maleficent Donald would have been amazing. And they have yeah. that costume there. Like, where is he? I, I wonder if love... they've shifted off somewhere. Oh, probably. I do love Maleficent Donald. What a cutie. Little, oh. little dragged up Donald. He was brilliant. I love his Maleficent outfit. It's fantastic. Um... But yeah, that was really, really good. The outfits I ca- the outfits that they're throwing on Mickey this year, I feel like they're utilising every Halloween outfit they've ever had. And it's great. Poor Minnie's not so lucky, but Mickey is getting everything. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's good. So like overall, obviously you've done a lot of Halloweens in DLP. How does this compare to the other ones? Do you still think you get that like Halloween at DLP feeling or what's the kind of story with that? Yeah, like it is scaled back, but I do, you do st- I don't feel like I missed out on Halloween at all. I feel like I did have a good time. I feel like there was still a lot of offerings, even though there was no cavalcade or no, sh- you know, effective show. Um, they've done everything in their power to make it quite spoopy and, you know, Halloweeny. The amount of pumpkins everywhere just blew my mind. If they could do that every year, that'd be fantastic. Um, yeah no I actually couldn't complain I feel like they've done it very well and it makes me very excited to see what they do for Christmas because again I love Christmas in DLP so if it's anything like Halloween I mean that it'll be a good Christmas season Fab Christmas mm-hmm. <sighs> only how many more days until I can start talking about it <laughs> 19 19 days and then I can talk about it properly Ah, what a time that'll be um but yeah i <laughs> have no more questions for sandy i don't think I do either no nothing Great. else for me i think we should wrap this bad boy up <laughs> and put him to bed <laughs> and also put yourself so thanks so much yeah pretty much <laughs> thanks so much for listening guys if you want to hit us up on instagram you can do at mickey waffles pod and if you want to contact us on twitter it's the exact same handle at mickey waffle pod so just sans the s but we all know instagram's where the party's at 
And yeah, if you're listening on an iPhone, please feel free to give us a rating and review. Five stars will be absolutely lovely. Thank you very much. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.